Okay, let's get into it. I know I was supposed to make a podcast two days ago on Saturday. Um, basically, um, just a follow up on the last podcast, um, which you guys really liked. So I'm so happy you guys were listening to that. If you didn't catch the last one, you should watch it. It was a good one (laughs) but it was basically about how to cope with being cheated on and if you've ever been cheated on or if you haven't been cheated on you know that being cheated on kind of sucks a lot and but there are ways to kind of get over it and just heal from it with yourself and kind of just remember that it's not your fault that the person cheated on you and self-love is important and we need to recognize that um what do you call it that it really is our fault and the person cheated on you for reasons that don't have to do with anything about you like you know you didn't do anything to cause this i don't care if you were working late or you kind of just like weren't giving them enough attention or her enough attention blah blah blah. there's no reason to cheat that's why there is a thing called communication and if you lack communication skills then your foundation wasn't even strong enough to begin with for you guys to be in a relationship But I do want to say some people may decide to kind of stick with the relationship, repair the relationship, and just move forward together and continue the relationship. And it's completely fine. Like, do whatever feels right for you and your heart and your gut. Trust yourself. Um, The only happiness that matters is yourself. That's why I would just like to say before getting started is if you decide if you truly decide that you want to keep this relationship and continue on with this relationship, that you do two things. You make sure that, for one, you're not staying out of convenience because you're scared to be single again and you are just been with this guy for so many years that it's been convenient. Do not do that. Um, that's not a good reason to stay. And then another good reason not to stay would be um, is if what do you call it, this person is convincing you or manipulating you into staying in the relationship even though you don't want to and you just stay because you've been bullied into staying. Do not do those two things. And after you think about those two things and you say, no, I'm not doing it because those reasons, then this podcast is for you and how to freaking rebuild this broken relationship. And if you were the person who cheated on this person, I need you to listen up to me. Um, Listen, this person has been hurt by you and you are kind of a disgusting human being right now to them and you can't be trusted no offense you just can't be it's because of what you did obviously and you kind of need to have some patience with them like it's not easy it's not easy being cheated on and the trust that they had for you and everything that they've known about you kind of flew out that window when they found out you cheated on them so you're gonna kind of have to restart and you're not restarting with them with a new I mean with a nice clean slate you're starting with them with them knowing who you are and what you are capable of capable of and what you already did so it's going to be even more tough than it was before and it is possible it's going to take a long time it's going to take a lot of hard work but you guys can repair this damaged foundation and you guys can repair this relationship and have it be stronger than ever but you have to have some patience with this person you have to have this fa- you have to have a lot of patience like if they were needy before they're going to be even more needy now they're going to need reassurance like crazy they're just going to 
need it all, honestly. They're going to need every single part of you to kind of have their main focus be them because they're going to need that. Like, you lost something that can't be regained easily, and that's trust. And it's important for you to understand that before you even decide to, like, yo, I'm able to do this again. You have to think, like, this is going to be a lot of work. It's not going to be a walk on park. And it's going to be hard for her or him to trust me again. But I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing to put in the work. And if you're able to do those things and believe in yourself, then this podcast is for both of you guys in the relationship. Let's get to it. Welcome to this podcast. If you're new, welcome back. If you are a returning listener, let's get into it. So, if you and your partner both want to take the necessary steps to heal from this affair it can be done obviously but it's going to be a long road like i said so i'm going to give you guys some actions and tips for you guys to take together that can help repair this relationship the first step that i have is to make sure there's actual remorse this person needs to have a level of remorse for what happened so if you're the person or the partner that got that um cheated So if you're the cheater, basically, you really have to feel deeply sorry. Like, you just have to be. Like, if you're not, then what's the point of doing this? You know what I mean? You just have to feel sorry. It can't be something that can in any way come off as nonchalant. There has to be a deep sense of regret and remorse of what happened. Uh, I better freaking see you shedding tears of how sorry you are. Um, And if your partner has cheated on you and you're not feeling that remorse from them, that's going to kind of be something you're going to want to look for as a starting point. Like, that's a red flag to look for, okay? So you can get back on the same track. So if you don't think that he or she is being kind of remorse in the situation, then he's not the person or she's not the person for you and dump his butt or dump her butt. The next one is to be honest about why it happened. Okay, I feel like this is the hardest steps. People only tell you bits and pieces of things, right? When it's something that kind of occurred that they know is going to hurt you, they only say, like, the fluffed up part, you know? The part that's kind of um, not so bad and they fluff up the lies a little bit and they make it seem, no, I don't want you to do that. I want you to tell her or him every single thing everything everything and you have to ask about every single thing even though it might hurt your feelings i promise you it's gonna make you feel so much better and i need you to ask about every single little thing like everything 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 and you might be like no it's gonna hurt my feelings if i hear it blah 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 you have to ask about everything because it's better to know all the details than not know and miss a few details you know what i mean um It's just a really essential, important part for both of you guys to kind of move on from it. Um, People can make poor decisions and poor choices at times, but we need to know why it happened to move forward and learn from this mistake. Um, So remember that. And the question you should be asking is, does that poor choice kind of dictate the future of a relationship basically and the answer honestly depends on the motivating factors behind the actual affair that led to the cheating you know so it could be underlying unmet needs in the relationship poor communication attachment difficulties um 
gender role statuses, um, anything. I feel like those are typical affair reasons why people usually cheat, even though they're not like great reasons, but I feel like those are the majority ones. Um, those can kind of be rebuilt and practiced and worked on versus uh, the other ones. Because I feel like uh, there's very... I feel like the way or why people cheat can is is very important. Like the why the why is very important why this person cheated. I feel like if uh you ask why did this happen and where was this like break it down basically to me. Like, yo, what the heck happened? Break it freaking down. Um what was it in the relationship that ultimately caused us to have an open door for someone else to kind of walk in and just take that trust away from me? Like, having that insight in your relationship is going to be very important so you're able to kind of stop things from reoccurring next time and having that person kind of think, like, yo, that shouldn't happen again. But if the person who cheated kind of isn't being upfront and honest with everything that happened, isn't telling you the details of anything that you are asking for, then that's going to make you be like, yo, he's not being honest or she's kind of not being honest right now. And if their reasoning comes off as them just pointing blame, like, you did this, it's your fault, I wouldn't have done it because of you, you're the reason, repairing things are just not going to be possible with that person. And I need you to walk away. I know it might be hard, but there are ways to deal with um, just, like, coping with being broken up and just being away from that person. But, like, being in a relationship like that where the person doesn't even want to take accountability and be responsible for what he did or she did, then they aren't the person for you and the person who is for you is out there and it might take you a while to regain trust from the world and just like for people but it will happen and that person will make it easier person who is supposed to be for you but if they genuinely just like oversimplifying things by like oh my man or oh my god it just happened or it was an accident shut up okay first of all like I said in the first one, a dick doesn't just fall into a vagina and start pumping back and forth for no f- pumping. <laughs> I'm not like thirsting, but like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It just, things like that can't be oversimplified. The only way to rebuild trust is to be completely clear on why it happened, where it happened, when it happened, what faced, uh, what, what, what made you do this, um, what was the thought process behind this? What led up to it? What was the last straw to lead up to it? You know, like, these things are important. I feel like it's important why it happens. So when faced with a similar situation in, like, the future, a different choice is freaking made. You know what I mean? So these are freaking important the last one before the break is to remove temptations to re-engage with the affair. This is very important. Obviously, do not freaking go back to this person. Do not communicate with this person. Do not talk to this person. Don't look at this person. Don't breathe this person. Don't even just be in the same vicinity as this person. If you are in a, a same department as him, switch out of departments. I don't freaking care. If you um, are her neighbor, I don't care. Move more. Um, go from the back door. Don't ever freaking see her. If... Um, just like anything like do not communicate with this person do not contact this person delete them off all social media i want blocks everywhere like just throw away the block button like you know what i mean <sighs> just do not re-engage with this person at all if the affair is truly 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 really over taking the physical steps to cut them off should be easy for you to do right 
and I need you to set up some boundaries is very crucial to your partner's healing process because the person who you cheated on is still dealing with the being cheated on on part and is basically needing that part needing you to kind of set boundaries so they can assure that this thing won't happen with this person again also i got a nice new coffee um cup and it's so cute it comes with a straw it's like a tumbler it's blue i know that's not really important to the cheating process but i'm really excited about it anyways okay so yeah, deleting contact information, blocking numbers, removing social media contacts is very, very essential. Um, yeah. So I feel like if you work with this person, it can be really, really more complicated. Um, but I feel like it can be done. Um, and if that person is going to be near you where it's like you can't move departments or you can't like move houses physically or something like that, you need to have transparency of all the interactions that happen. So if she's like, yo, here's the legal papers for this, whatever, for this file, for this client, whatever, you need to tell the person like, yo, she told me that these are the files. I don't care. Everything, like everything, every conversation you have, even if it's you want a bagel, you tell your person that, oh, here's the files for this. You tell your person that, can I borrow your stapler? You tell your um significant other she said that or he said that, you know what I mean? Just be transparent with every single little freaking thing. I don't care what it is. Be honest with them. I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. We're gonna take a little break. Um, yeah, I'm, I might get a refill on my iced coffee. <laughs> I'm so obsessed with my cup. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, enjoy the break. I hope you guys are really, really listening to these because they're really, really important. Don't be afraid to ask this person questions. Like, no question is freaking off limits. Um, no question is off limits. I like anything you need to make yourself feel comfortable. If you have to ask it, ask it. Like, don't ever have it wondering. Because you're always going to be overthinking it. Like, I don't know if I should ask this or not. Ask it. Because you need full transparency on both sides. And if you are having some, like, disconnected disconnection with something that he said or something like that. Or she said, I need you to follow up with it. Bring it back. Like, I don't care how many times you're going to go over it. You're going to go over it. You know? Remember that. The ball's in your court. <laughs> okay. Enjoy the break. Okay, guys, I'm back. I refilled my coffee. I hope you guys are enjoying this. I hope you guys are listening to me and not kind of just in bed with this person and trying to heal it physically like that way. Obviously, that can happen too, but you know what I mean. Let the person work for it. You know, ooh, the wind is picking up. Okay, the next one is, if you guys don't remember, we were talking about how to repair the relationship. So the next tip to repair it is to move forward with brutal honesty and care. So being cheated on is damaging for a lot of reasons, right? But one big factor that needs to be addressed in order to move past it is the lack of honesty. The lying is a huge part of the betrayal, you know? 
I encourage that the person who cheated um, is kind of brutally honest about all the details of the affair to move forward, not just the ones that kind of will hurt the person the least. You know, I feel like people fluff up the truth, and like I said, that's not good. Say everything. The cheater has to be completely transparent and answer any of all questions that the person who got cheated on has. And I feel like this level of transparency needs to continue for as long as it takes to build that trust back up again. Um, Something that kind of will heal, something that kind of will be important, like a big, huge key part to the healing process, it could be like giving up things that are uncomfortable. So like if you like going out with your boys after work, I'm sorry, you're going to have to cut that. Or, like, maybe if you kind of, if they ask for access to, like, any electronics or email passwords or phone passwords or something like that, give it to them. Because, like, if you are true and honest about not going to cheat again, then you shouldn't honestly have any problems with this, first of all. And second of all, it's not an invasion of privacy if they do this. It's because they are building trust again and they can't do that kind of because your words don't matter anymore like you honestly had all those words before and your actions end up showing differently you know so they're going to need a little bit of proof and the way that they can get that is through phones and stuff that might help them if they need to go through your snapchat your instagram your facebook your twitter whatever needs to be done let them because it needs you need to be able to do something to give them a little bit of control back into this relationship even if it's like controlling your every single move of where you're going and what you're doing i feel like if that's going to happen for like a month or two maybe a year in the relationship allow that to happen because you know that you're not going to do anything wrong right hopefully um but they don't really know that like they don't know if they can trust you again so let them be in control of this 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 thing you know uh, it'll make them feel more at ease it'll make them feel more comfortable it'll make them feel like okay i know where he is he's at the store you know put your location on like that's important you know and i feel like it's also necessary like um any communication that you have with somebody allow them to see it just in case it's like if it's a girl or something at work be open and honest about it like yo this girl at work texted me for this obviously i just want to let you know you can read the text i don't care i just wanted to let you know obviously that'll make them be like no it's okay i trust you like now like you know it'll make them think okay like i see thank you for telling me thank you for alerting me like they might even read it and be like okay i see that there's nothing here thank you for letting me know and respecting my wishes that will make them feel better telling them where you're going and who you're with it might seem humiliating in the short term but you need to understand that this is how you are going to kind of rebuild trust in a way for some people it might help i feel like for most girls they kind of need that extra assurance and the extra proof that you're not going to do anything stupid anymore You have to remember that you're going to have to set other things aside for a while. And you're going to have to kind of pour a lot into this relationship and put a lot of um, trust and work into this relationship in order for it to have like a fresh, strong, new foundation. Because you got to remember, it's like starting over like you guys are first meeting again, but you're you're the person who got cheated on cheated i mean the person who cheated kind of is at a disadvantage because 
that other person kind of like you're starting over but the other person knows that you're kind of a scumbag because you cheated on them basically so you're starting off with negative trust basically instead of zero trust because you know when you meet someone you don't really trust that person with everything but you have like some level of trust where you're like i'm gonna tell them a little secret and see how it goes this person cheated on you you don't even have that you have like negative trust you know so to build a strong new foundation you're gonna need to kind of give in a little bit and have them kind of control a little bit i'm not saying let them control your whole life forever but i'm saying let them know where you're going who you're with let give them so who cares it's a phone password like like literally i don't even care who reads my text messages like you know what i mean so who cares let them if it makes them feel good and it makes them feel comfortable let them have it um at the end of the day you're with the person you love so it doesn't matter if they're texting someone you know it doesn't matter if they read your text i mean no it doesn't the next one is very important i probably should have put this one first is be selective about who you tell um this is really important because you ever tell your mom something about a friend that you got into a fight with and your mom's like yeah yeah don't talk to them anymore and you might make up with that friend but you're like oh man i already freaking told my mom and then you're like nah i can't even talk to you i told my mom already it's kind of like that okay obviously your gut reaction might be to kind of blast your partner's cheating scandal everywhere on social media just everywhere you might want to post your quotes you might read um post a song where these guys ain't nothing like all of it like i get it okay all the verses all the rap verses are coming out about how men ain't nothing and all these things are coming out i get it you're about to post it and how all these hoes ain't loyal whatever you're gonna post it don't okay um do not post it for all of social media to see i get it it's a common coping mechanism that people use to kind of deal with it but i've seen people in this position go to like extreme lengths to hurt their um uh spouse or their lover or you know their significant other in a very public manner and often this is done out of rage right you're not thinking clearly you don't have any clarity when you're doing all of this all this stuff you're just doing it all out of rage you're not really thinking about it you're just working on like anger you're doing this all out of anger and that usually makes the person who was cheated on look very bad or crazy by how they react to what just happened and obviously it's a sad situation because like you don't know how you're gonna react in that situation i feel like if i got cheated on i wouldn't even know how to act honestly i feel like i would just walk away just because i'd be so disgusted um but yeah because i would just feel betrayed but I feel like you don't, I, some people feel angry, some people feel hurt, some people fight, some people, like, it just, I don't know. Everything is often done out of rage. And it's healthy to talk to someone about it and what you're going through, especially like a therapist or a doctor or something like that. But telling everyone in your inner circle can end up backfiring. Um, the more people think about it, the more people that know about it and what went down, the more people who are, are going to have their opinions based off of just purely just trying to protect you from getting hurt again. And I feel like, um, this can be very, very hard to do. Um, 
this can be very hard for you to kind of move forward. It's just, it just makes things more difficult for you and your partner, especially if you two decide to kind of work through this and stuff and work it out and repair the damage. Um, the person who was cheated on may be able to forgive and move on, but I feel like the family don't don't do that and the friends kind of hold this like very intense grudge and they every time they look at him sideways every time he comes over and i feel like that usually puts more pressure on an already vulnerable relationship and you're trying to rebuild and move on so be careful on who you talk to who you trust and what you do you know just be careful The last tip is to consider working with a licensed therapy therapist. I know some people don't like couples therapy and couples therapy, and they don't like to talk to people and blah blah blah. But I feel like it's really really necessary to check in and have someone guide things. Um, after an affair, it can be very hard to know what to do or even where to start. And if the conversation you're having with your partner feel partner feel like they're not kind of, they just feel like they're not getting anywhere, and they don't feel like anything is kind of progressing or anything like that and like they're not really going anywhere then um consider working with a licensed therapist who can kind of help guide the process and the therapist's ability to kind of be a neutral party is very very important you know what i mean um I feel like because they're kind of a neutral party in the conversation, it helps identify what the underlying unmet needs can be. And they can be just be more recognized and processed within the couple's relationship, you know. And during this um, investigative stage, I feel like where the therapist is like kind of seeing, yo, what happened and all of this. I feel like couples often have the ability to seek understanding and find compassion and have a greater potential to problem solve and move forward. And... I feel like at the end of the day, couples are going to have to bury their first relationship and think about starting a brand new relationship with each other. And just remember that you're building a new foundation and nothing like how it was is going to be again. It might come back to that same comfortable feeling, but at the end of the day, trust is going to be lost and it needs to be regained. And to be able to do that, you're going to need to start over and build a better foundation because the one you had before sucked, you know? Because if you knew that it didn't, then obviously it did because the person would have cheated on you if it was a strong one. I feel like once you kind of have the insight on why someone cheated on you, um, how do you kind of take the learnings from that and how do you kind of put it into actionable change? Because the relationship is going to have to change, right? Um so that's why i always say like bury that first relationship and think about starting a brand new one with each other and in that new relationship you're going to put the same intensity you did in the beginning of your relationship all over again and that same intensity of learning about each other and caring for each other and being intentional with each other that is very important you know like i feel like relationships um can be grown better and stronger if you actually genuinely work through it I feel like if you truly want to move on and continue with life with your partner after the infidelity and have a loving relationship, it really is possible. I see a lot of people go through this and they're stronger and they've been married for 20 years, 20 plus years after cheating. So I remember that, okay?
I feel like that's very, very important. So, don't give up hope. You know, you can do this if you really put in the work. Like I said, be patient with each other. And if you are the person who was cheated on, I'm so, so sorry. But also, I want you to remember that you can get through this. But also, don't be too much in the sense that you're going to drive each other crazy by, like, every single move he makes. Oh, his heart rate, his his temperature change when he moved here to there, like... I know girls can be crazy like that sometimes, and it's just our way of protecting ourselves, and it's kind of our habit, but you need to realize, like, you have to eventually end up giving some sort of trust, you know, and it might be hard in the beginning, and that's why we're going to work through, and we're going to go through all these steps, but at the end of the day, if you don't believe that you can fully give trust after this person is putting in the effort, then I need you to let go for this relationship, and I really hope that you guys can put trust back into this relationship and it does work out and you guys live happily ever after like in the movies but if you can't do it just be honest with yourself and be honest with your partner okay i hope you guys enjoy this podcast have a great day um yeah that's all i have to say (laughs) have a good day guys i'm gonna go finish my sheets i have to um do 10 pages a day of each subject to be able to freaking finish reviewing content so i could start on the practice questions so wish me luck because i'm dying on the side <laughs> but good luck with you guys in relationship i know you have a lot on your hands and a lot on your plate so be patient be patient be patient have a great day bye i love you guys